Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. I'm just interested how you squeeze ball bags and stuff into a Pixar short. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you've done. Me? No, I'm not big on the ball bags this season. Uh, I'm all... <laughs> it's, it's all about I'm... the veg. Yeah. <laughs> season two, season of the veg. It's <laughs> oh, very balanced of you. So you're you're all confident that these are good? Yep. Yeah, really good. You're going to be really proud. Slight issues that on, in the fold, folder I can only see two. Yeah, sorry, I've just moved mine in. I think we could sell some of these, maybe all of them. If, if it, you know, turn, send them all to Pixar. Yeah, that'd be great. If we're all this confident. Story number one. Okay, so story one, we're going with uh, Puffer Shark. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Puffer Shark. Puffer Shark. Okay, so here we go. Peter the pufferfish always ruined everything. All his other pufferfish chums would puff themselves up and bounce off stingrays and shit, pretend like they were tennis balls for dolphins and shit. They loved that shit. They thought that kind of shit was hilarious. But Peter didn't find that shit hilarious or fun. Peter found farts hilarious. When everyone else puffed up, Peter would also puff himself up. But then, he unle- <laughs> but then he unleashed the puff out of his butt, always making a hilariously farty and sometimes sharty mess of things. Peter always cracked himself up, but everyone else thought it was getting old. For fuck's sake, Peter, said Danton the dolphin one day. Enough with the farts. That went right up my bottle nose. <laughs> yeah, chimed in Bonzo. We can't play puff and fish tennis if you're going to keep unpuffing your butt in our snoots. These farts ain't fun for us. Bug off, cunts. (laughs) 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 Bug off, cunts, said Peter. Farts are universal. They're the most ancient and authentic form of comedy. Our amoeba ancestors literally farted themselves in two billion billion years ago, and they thought it was hilarious. So they did it again and again and again. We only exist because of your mighty farts. Danton and Bonzo paused. What a profound thought. Nah, eat a bag of dicks, Peter. Look, someone just chucked in a bag over there. Danton and Bonzo turned to leave, but swam straight into a great white. Hello, you cunts, (laughs) said the great... (laughs) I was just thinking I fancy dolphin for dinner. As the dolphins began to panic, Peter saw the danger and bravely swam right into the middle of the extremely tense situation. With all eyes on Peter, he puffed himself up bigger than he'd ever puffed, bigger than Danton and Bonzo, even bigger than the great whites. Eat my fart, motherfuckers! But Peter found himself too bloated, unable to control his fishy anus. He unleashed an absolute squeaker of a fart lasting several minutes. Once Peter returned to normal size, he looked at the Great One's perplexed expression. Bah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, said the Great One. What a squeaker! 
That's made my day. That has fucking hilarious. Farts are funny. Farts are literally always funny. And they always will be. And anyone who thinks otherwise can fuck right off. Fuck right off. <laughs> and then they all laughed in agreement and swam off together <laughs> into the whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that. I think that's actually... Like you could actually make that. You could actually sell that to Pixar. Maybe cut out some of the swearing. But, some of you know, it. There, there is something to go with there. Like a, a puff of fish that puffs himself up and farts because he thinks it's hilarious. I thought brilliant, absolutely brilliant concept. And there's more of a story than I think you've ever done. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I've you've done actually, really you've well. Actually, you've actually accidentally told a, an actual story. <laughs> um, it's good. I got callbacks in there to previous stories as well. Did you guys I pick know, up? I on saw the, that. Yep, pickles. Uh, pickles reference. Yeah. Wait, where's I, mean, I didn't see the pickles away. reference. Where's that? That's an A star straight away. Isn't There's it? a bag of dicks being, just being thrown into the sea. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're seeing the bag of dicks from below the surface. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And Danton and Bonzo were your um were your characters your dolphin characters from last season, weren't they? Oh, what the little meaty hands. Yeah, yeah, little meaty hands. That's right. Good memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's and lovely, back. lovely to see them back. Yeah, really nice. Uh, they're not as happy yeah, as they, they used to be. To... Well, no, because Peter the Pufferfish just keeps farting every time they go to <laughs> boff him around. They can't do it because he farts and ruins it. Yeah, Peter don't care. Yeah, he thinks it's hilarious. Well, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I've done great work. Yeah, thanks, man. Really good. I think you've set us up, you know, for a good yeah. one on the theme. No, there's um, there's some good lines in there. So making a hilarious farty and sometimes sharty mess of things I quite liked. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, always delivering. Yeah. Well, we try. Story number two. Uh, story two is To the Moon and Back. There's a little author's note. Please read in a slightly over-enthusiastic voice as if reading to a child. Both characters are children too. All right, here we go. To the Moon and Back. Ollie ran to the top of the hill behind his house, clutching his brand new telescope. He couldn't wait to point it at the full moon, to see it close up in all its glory. Only one problem. It was 4.04 in the afternoon and the sun was in the way. He jumped up and down with impatience, playing with his yo-yo, threw coins into his hat from a distance and had a long lie down in the afternoon sun. He looked at his watch again expectantly. 4.08. As a last resort, he pulled his homework out of his bag and began the assignment set by his English teacher. His eyes became heavy. Before he'd put pen to paper, he drifted into a deep sleep. He stirred to something tickling his face. One of his parents or sister, maybe. Why were they wet? His eyes burst open to a baby cow licking his face. He pushed her off him. The startled calf jumped away, leaping over the rising moon behind her. Ollie shot up, wiped away the slobber, aimed the telescope just above the tree line, 
and waited for the moon to rise into full view. Finally, the beautiful orb filled his eyepiece and he gasped with delight. He bent down to grab his sketchbook when suddenly a voice from behind said, you looking at? Ollie spun round and came face to face with a girl his own age, screamed and fell backwards over the leg of his tripod. She giggled and rushed forward to help him up. Where had she come from? Flummoxed and flabbergasted, Ollie simply replied, Moon. Moon? What's that? Mind if I see? Without waiting, she looked into the eyepiece. I can only see stars. He stood with a cocky smile and a smug head wiggle and looked through the telescope. What? Nothing was there. He spun the telescope, frantically searching. A plane traversed the sky. The woman in 55J enjoying her chicken with broccoli with a chocolate pudding for afters. Then an owl in the upper branches of a tall tree paused its grooming to look at him. Then a giant ant the size of a house coming straight for him, menacing mandibles, mashing murderously. Ah! He fell back again. The girl giggled and blew the tiny insect from the end of the telescope. <laughs> You're funny. Ollie scanned the sky with his just his eyes, but the moon had gone. Who are you? I'm Lua. His head darted repeatedly back and forth between Lua and the empty spot in the sky, thinking, could it be? Could she be? No. Yes. No. Ah, yes. I'm hungry. Where did I leave my pea kit? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, she is. He grabbed her hands and began jumping up and down with glee. They ran and played, they split the cookie from the bottom of his bag, then snuck down the hill to steal more from the biscuit tin in his house before returning to the hill. After lying on their back looking for shooting stars, Ollie sat up, crumbs and muck over his face and asked, Can you come down whenever? Or only on full moons? Full moons? Lua answered. What's that? Ollie, his mother shouted from their back gate. Bedtime. Oh, I have to go. Will I see you again? Ollie, his mother cried again. He looked back down the hill. He turned back. Lua was gone. The field empty. Above him, the moon hung silent in the sky. He ran down the hill, up to bed and mark the next full moon on his calendar with a big circle and a smiley face. He turned the light off and waved goodnight out of his bedroom window. Well, I'm about ready for bed. Excellent. I'm that's gonna need a, the, uh, the L. Good, good endorsement there. L 30 minute summary if you can, because I, I couldn't follow that. Maybe it's because <laughs> I'm several beers deep, but- um... uh, The girl is the moon. Is that it? Basically, yeah. Couldn't follow that. Okay, well, <laughs> it's uh, all right. Yeah, no, I, I, I basically I needed I just needed a day off from writing about dicks and farts and and shits and things. I just so I decided not to. Oh, sorry. This is yours, El. I thought this was uh, Ryan's. Yeah, no, this is mine. I don't know why I would have. 
Yeah, this yeah. is definitely yours kind of style yeah. now. No, I needed a day off from from doing that. It was uh, so I went not well. It's obviously not serious, but I just went a little bit more sort of tame. Well, it was very well read. Really, really well yes. read. Like I could put that on, and then just just not off listening to that. So yeah, no, I just I thought let's do a really nice wholesome story story rather than go for go for fart gags and stuff. Yeah, well, obviously you're going to lose marks because of that choice, but it's a brave decision. Well, not really. Like, well, no, you were really brave because you will lose marks because of that decision. Well, no, so, you, some you, serious story's brave. got good marks in the last series, and that's not even a serious story. Brian. <sighs> I hated it. <laughs> I thought you would. I'm really sorry. No, I hated every word. <laughs> what, even the first word? Yeah. Um, I was waiting for the fart gags. They never came. Yeah. I, you know, maybe I should have said at the beginning there's no fart gags in this one. But you've done plenty of serious stories too. Not yeah. for a while. So you can't really knock me on that. I I don't I don't know whether I someone else could read this and and think it's genius and I'm the odd one out. It feels like I'm probably I probably am. In what way? Cuz I think like it like the way Mr. Teacher read it like Alex said, it could have been in like. Have you ever tried one of those um like sleep apps that have like the stories read by Stephen Fry and stuff? That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it could have been one of those. Like, it could have been yeah, written that that's well. The, the kind of an idea for a children's story, isn't it? It's, it's something that it's supposed to be something nice to get you on your way. Yeah, to that's what I mean. I think like I think you've written something potentially great, but. I hate it. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't understand it, to be honest. But it, it shows that L has not seen any Pixar shorts. Oh no! <laughs> because like I... you, you would never have a, a short like this before a main event movie, which just puts everyone to sleep, right? And doesn't have a single joke in it or anything, right? And especially on this uh, podcast, yeah, where every episode is, is is essentially fart jokes. You know, we should maybe think about renaming the podcast to something related to farts. <laughs> yeah, right, so I think you've completely missed the mark and the theme, and um, just you've delivered something which I agree with Ryan. Like it, it, it could be great in someone's eyes, but not for. Not for this immediate audience, anyway. Well, having said that, I'm sure Mr. Teacher would probably say it's fucking genius and um, <laughs> a star on the way. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> to piss on your chip, Zell. I think you've, hey, you've no, I think no, you've no, done no, something no. good potentially. Not at all. I just, well, I think I have. I, I, I really enjoyed hearing it back. A lot of the times, I don't enjoy hearing my stories back, and I know that I've done a lot worse than I thought I had. But I enjoyed, enjoyed listening to that. Okay, as long as someone did. All right. Yeah, sorry. No. But shove it up your ass. Story number three. Uh, so, The Little Boy and the Teacher. A Pixar short. Slash not a Pixar short for, you know, copyright reasons. Yeah. 
Uh, and this is a screenplay. It's a, it's actually been formatted uh, as if it was a, uh, a screenplay with the appropriate fonts and everything. And we've got uh, appropriate, as I say, formatting such as int, morning, junior school classroom. That stands for interior for the uninitiated. Very good. So here we go. Uh, the little boy and teacher. We open on an old-fashioned classroom. A nervous little boy peers around the classroom door. The grumpy old teacher doesn't look up. The boy steps inside and finds his seat. Two more boys enter the classroom. Noisy, squabbling boys, giggling and slapping each other. Stop that, you two, and sit down. The two boys sit down either side of the nervous little boy. That was your fault, vag face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you nutsack. Right, boys, I trust you have all completed your homework and you're all about to wow me with some impressive stories. Anything's got to be better than the horrendous shite you turned in last week. The nervous little boy looked ashamed at being reminded of his previous homework. The teacher gets up and walks over to the boy's desk. He picks up Alex's story and scans it. Julie got her tits out. Vag bustle. No punctuation. Absolutely no story. Rip off of the Matrix. <laughs> Owen so got his knob out. Yes, yes, I get the picture. The teacher looks at Alex and drops his homework back on his desk. Ungraded. But shut the fuck up! <laughs> teacher walks over to Elliot's desk and scans his homework. Gideon Jennings, blah, blah, blah. Too many words. A gross description of someone eating pastry with their knob out. Teacher looks at Elliot and drops his homework back on his desk. Utter shite, ungraded. Elliot looks emotionlessly into the mid-distance. Teacher finally arrives at the nervous little boy's desk and picks up his homework. The nervous little boy braces himself for another salvaging. After a few moments of reading, the teacher stumbles backwards a step and steadies himself on an empty desk. He begins to read the story. He begins to read the story aloud. The pickle thief giggled at mm. the lady. Her words just <laughs> noise now. She was wearing a little hat that said police or something. And he half noticed she was pointing a thing towards him, a gun or whatevs. He fucking launched the satchel off the pier like it went fucking far, like fucking miles. All the penises flew out of it and plopped in the sea and sank. <laughs> Teacher places the nervous little boy's homework back on his desk carefully, half in shock. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice indeed. <laughs> You get a B. The nervous little boy allows himself a small, proud smile and looks relieved. Alex and Elliot smash the classroom up in rage and run out screaming and slapping each other again. The nervous <laughs> little boy gets up to leave. Uh, Ryan, that should have been an A star, but I didn't think the other boys would have been able to handle hearing it. Well done. It's the best thing I've ever, or will ever, Read. A tear rolls down each of their cheeks. <laughs> the opening titles of Moana begin. There you go. <laughs> the end. Well, like, I've got to say bravo. <laughs> like, I actually... 
Oh, actual claps. Uh, like, it's not often I actually, uh, I don't think I've ever clapped, but well done. <laughs> Thank you. Really well done. I can't believe you've got pickles in there again. The whole story <laughs> of pickles <laughs> in here. It's only, only 67 words. Like well. 5% of the actual story. <laughs> yeah. Still, I mean, that doesn't, you know, that's, that's about right, but well done. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, dear. And, uh, yeah, man, it's so meta as well, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot so going on. References. Really enjoyed that. Great. And I'm sure a teacher enjoyed that little memory, you know, trip down memory lane because it's almost like a callback to basically season one. And yeah, you're trying, to, <laughs> you're trying to put season one in a nutshell, weren't you? Basically, yeah. Like this happened. This this actually happened. It happened exactly like this. <laughs> this is history book. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, like yeah, you both have tears. You're both crying <laughs> because of the emotional impact. Of, of reading pickles that that masterpiece yeah yeah it's, it's so true to form you two are the only two but yeah <laughs> uh is it a really, pixar short really though well yeah we'll i think it out. absolutely qualifies yeah great all right thank you and you made it really clear as well that the opening <laughs> titles of moana <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a Pixar short. <laughs> it was lovely well getting pickles back in there in full. Yeah. I never thought I'd hear that again. Just, yeah, I'm sure teachers are going to be so chuffed, so chuffed to hear his favourite story once again. Maybe, probably, I don't know, like the in sixth time we've well, it's touched third, on pickles. It's the, now, well, it's the third time we've had the entire story. The entire story. We had it, the, the original, <laughs> obviously, and then we had it in my one last uh, season, and then we've had weird. it in this. <laughs> it won't die. So it's so good. It's such a good story. Thanks. Yeah, you still got it in your toilet? The framed I mean, I, picture. I, still, I hate pick. I hate it. Uh, yeah, I still got the framed picture in my toilet. Yeah, and it always raises an eyebrow whenever anyone goes in there <laughs> because you didn't write on there, you know, by Ryan. It, it, it's it looks like it's something that I wrote. <laughs> And framed. <laughs> put it in my toilet. <laughs> so you've had lots of compliments, I imagine. It, no, it always causes alarm, just mild alarm um, <laughs> and confusion. Uh, is yours still in your cupboard, yeah, Elliot? It, 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 Shut in the uh, darkness. Oh, God, yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> dead. <laughs> my, my, I don't think I've buried it yet, but, you know. All right, well, that was fun. Oh, my God, it's grading time. No, right, let's let's crack on. So, Puffer Short. Puffer puff Short, oh, yeah. isn't it? Puffer Short. Puff Sorry, Puffer Short. Sorry, Puffer Short. Right. This is a good story. It makes... Hey! It... It makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, you said the um, you guys commented on it. It makes complete sense. The first of all, there's thought gone into which is a you know which in the which uh, creature in the in the ocean is going to have an a, a, an issue with its bowel movements and um, not be able to contain its its uh, uh, its wind is going to be the pufferfish, isn't it? And so that makes complete sense for it to then unleash. <laughs> Uh, and cause havoc 
in amongst its uh, its ocean friends. So I really like that. I enjoy I enjoyed that. I, I one of my favourite stories was I really enjoyed Danson, uh, the story of the dolphins in in season one. So it was lovely to see them back. But that you've got you do have a a very niche way of being able to introduce Danson and Bonzo, who are these lovely, smiley, happy dolphins, and in the very next line, fuck off cunts. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever come across anything that takes you from one extreme to the other so quickly, but it just meets my approval. I, I like it. And then just to double down on that, you think you're all you're over the 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 sea bomb, and then you just get a new character who comes along and just says, Hello, you cunts. Um, and that uh, I also I also enjoyed. So I, I I think this really works. Aside, I mean, obviously it doesn't in any way work um, as a as a Pixar short. But as a as a con as a if if Pixar did this podcast or this podcast did Pixar, which I suppose is, is actually the theme, it, it it does completely work. So it's it, it's good. It's very uh, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Lots of light, light the characters. It's a it's a B plus. Wow! Well done, well done. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Teacher. One thing I did like, and I particularly liked about this, is the thought of once we got Danton and Bonzo back in, and then we did get the pickle reference as well. Is I thought that we are we moving closer to a kind of a Marvel universe mm. where these characters from your stories just all interact, and someone at some stage has got the job of trying to bring all of them together in a timeline of you know from the dawn, which is the first character to uh, to appear, and then all of them to pop in. At various points. I think you tried to do that, didn't you, at the end of season one? Yeah, we did the first stage of that, definitely, yeah. It sounds like uh, it could be quite messy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll be awful, but yeah. um, <laughs> I like I like these little moments where they do come together and their worlds collide. Um, I, I enjoy those. And I think the podcast audience enjoys it because the, it then becomes... If you're in the know and you've gone through all the podcast episodes and you're a devoted fan, then you get that extra payback, don't you? Which is ultimately why the Marvel, like you could argue Marvel franchises and any kind of franchise, whether it's Star Wars or Harry Potter or whatever, is that you get that additional payback because you're the ones in the know and you feel part of an elite club. Um, anyway, digress. Um, but very nice good, very good. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, to the moon and back. Yeah, hit me. This is great. Oh, he was not hey. expecting that. That was it's bracing really himself good. for some bad news there. It's really good. I don't know what the two of you are on about. This is... It, it completely and utterly hits the brief. I can imagine this as being a Pixar short. Um, it just worked brilliantly as a children's book. I can I can imagine reading this. There is actually a book. I don't know Elliot whether you know. There is a book called "I Took the Moon for a Walk." No, it's a beautiful little book. It's a really 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 short. Um, check it out. You can probably find you can probably find it online. Is it is it a children's book? It's a children's book, and it's yeah. the same. It's a, it, within the same ballpark of uh, a child 
Uh, I don't think the moon actually ever talks, but it's it's kind of interacting with the moon. But this is, you know, you could argue that most children's stories and most Pixar shorts are loosely based around E.T. in some way, shape or form. In other words, lonely child um, who is an outcast or has not accepted into their society or haven't quite found themselves, whatever it might be, and that, that kind of thing. And then they find a... An, an other of, of of some kind it may be human it, or it may be they create that other and that's where of course all the emotion comes from is yeah. that particularly if they create something so this boy this lonely boy has, has um, created this other for himself and i love the little references in there as well to into the like the cow jumping over the moon i think is a slight um ebi for, for kind of um, a revised edition. I think it's the story's a little bit slow to get there. There's a couple of moments okay. where you where we don't need the uh, kind of references to people eating chicken with broccoli. And I'm not I'm not sure whether that, that's entirely necessary. But there is, having said that, I went back over it as you were talking. And there are these there are there are these suggestions that is it Oliver? Ollie? Ollie, yeah. There are these suggestions that Ollie obviously is alone with his, you know, in his thoughts and all the rest of it but actually those little references when he does look through the telescope and he finds other people that are just sat there alone eating chicken and broccoli that they're also alone as well yeah and so the oliver ollie imagining this moon comes down to say hello to him is perhaps what lots of people feel but it's only uh palatable perhaps for a child to do it um because it's that it, it chimes with the idea of make-believe whereas if an adult was to do it it wouldn't we'd we'd feel it'd be like in, a mental illness yeah. exactly we'd be in the realms of de- <laughs> yeah no we would we genuinely we'd be in the realms of depression and um yeah. that sort of stuff i don't know if anyone has anyone seen um all of us strangers no no film? Very, oh, it's kind of in that ballpark for listeners anyone um anyone looking at um uh, this kind of thing. i i think it's it's really great i really really enjoyed it i think it's an, a very honest um depiction of of um yeah of, of boyhood and an imagination and really lovely tender great Thank wow you. redemption now yeah uh, so it's getting a, a a top-notch a grade Congratulations. Oh, That's brilliant. Well done, mate. I feel a bit... Well, thank you. A bit better now after, uh, you know, nothing I said mattered. <laughs> I can't believe you two didn't like it. What's not to like? I actually liked it a lot more when you were describing it, Mr. Teacher. I think I just zone out a lot, but Elliot has... Elliot's too highbrow for me. Well, that's Hang on. what I've been saying recently as well. Like, so the stories that we've enjoyed recently, Ryan, are the ones that he's dumbed down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's trying yeah, something new. I do, I do that, and Mr. Teacher doesn't like them. Yeah, the so is, he can't like, win, can he? <laughs> Brian has said many times that he hasn't been able to follow my stories, but then you listen back to them, and they're actually quite simple. <laughs> yeah, but, they are. But, <laughs> no, but for the li- for the listeners, just for a bit of context, Ryan likes to read mind-bending science fiction. <laughs> yeah, I do. That, that's what he reads, like full novels that are really intricate. Um, and then you're you're listening to 
a really simple story of mine and saying, oh, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know. <laughs> just, no, I, I'm, I agree with you, Ryan. I had no idea what was going on there. Like, and I don't care to listen to it again, but I'm glad <laughs> that you're that you're happy with the result. <laughs> oh, I'm very, yeah, very happy. I mean, you can't go wrong with an A. No, definitely not. Good stuff. And then we get to the little boy and the teacher. Um, so this is this is obviously brilliant. Um, it was it. There's there's uh, yeah. I I I loved it from just opening the page and seeing that as I say the formatting of the uh, of the Pixar short screenplay. Um, we get pickles again, which is 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 up there in in. A kind of legendary status isn't it in um in, in in this podcast um the the whole meta you know we, 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 as i say going back to the franchise thing is as soon as you 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 lock on to a character that an audience like you just give them that again you give them that again and again i, I it doesn't matter if this was the 10th time that pickles <laughs> came up it would still be great but the fact that it's been reworked back in to force you to, to to listen to it again and to try and enjoy it um, more than you originally did, I, I, I think should still be celebrated. Um, lovely trip down memory lane. I'm a, a I'm a big fan of the teacher. Um, <laughs> I think okay. I think he's a lovely character. Uh, I particularly like the under his breath uh, moments of him of him talking through yeah that was um, good all all those things as well. Um, Right, there are some EBIs though. There are some EBIs. Yeah. So we get more. We get more honor at the end. Why do we get more honor? Because isn't that what happens after a Pixar short? You get the main movie. Well, yes, but we get a Pixar film, and Moana is not a Pixar film. What? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no. what, what is it then? A, what fell in? Uh, I think it's DreamWorks or it's Disney or something like that. It's not, it's, oh, fuck. Know, it's not <laughs> oh, I had literally no idea. I could. I you, I could, could pick. Twenty of them, and I'd get them all wrong. Maybe you could have just googled it. Yeah, I just thought. Uh, I just thought if it's animated, then it's Pixar. Nah, Disney make their own movies now as well, <laughs> and in fact, always have done. But, what, you mean yeah, since they both, the, like, the nineteen twenties? Own... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but they bought they Pixar, do. didn't they? They're, they're new, but they're good. Yeah, but Pixar still do their own thing under like the Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, all brand. right. So you still get Pixar films and Disney films, and Moana is a Disney film. All right, so what's the Pixar film that I could have picked then? Toy, Toy Story. Story. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not... Uh, in That's a, the, the kind of one obvious reason it's not a Pixar short, but it's not a Pixar short, is it? In the same way that Puffer short... Shart? Short? Shart. Shart. Um, isn't, but it's still very enjoyable. It doesn't quite fit the brief, but it is, it, it's... Uh, it's a podcast version of the brief. Um, I, I think it's I really enjoyed it. I think it's great as well. Um, the little boy and the teacher is getting. Let's split the two. It's getting an A minus. Yes! Let's have some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Strong week, blimey. Yeah. A minus. Um, okay, so what that has done, uh, we had in third place last week was Elliot, 
on 11.5. Then we had Alex in second on 16.5. And Ryan in the in first with 19.5. This week, we've got Elliot's in last place still on 20. So it's quite a big leap. Uh, Alex in second place with 24. And Ryan in the lead with 27.5. So this week has narrowed the gaps. What are you going to do with uh, these scores? And the, are you going to add them all up? We're saying, or are there going to be two awards at the end of this? I think we'll have an award for the normal one and an award for the the substitute teacher one. We've I've kept the scoreboard separate. Who's leading the in the other combined? in the in the in the Europa League? Um, well, we don't want to give away Friday's episode, but at the end of week four, which would have just gone out on Friday. Um, we had on the bonus cup, we had Alex in last place with 15.5, Elliot in second place on 21, and Ryan in first with 21.5. Mm. It, it doesn't change much from there, Mr. T show. <laughs> I think that my score doesn't well, change. Don't give all. anything away. Let's <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but talking of changes, mm. got a, got a, a sad announcement. Do you want to do you want to go, Mister Teacher? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I will on that. Um, unfortunately, this is going to be my last podcast episode. Oh no! I'm very sorry. Very sorry. Unfortunately, oh, sorry thank you. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, commitments are such that I I, I can't uh, I can't continue. Um, but you've uh, sustained uh, too much brain damage as a result of what that, that's the real reason. you just that's can't go real. on. No, we that's understand. It. Like we, yeah, I'm starting went on longer have, than expected. To to be honest, like starting to have very bizarre dreams. Um, <laughs> so oh, uh, gutted. No, my my apologies, but I am going to remain very much a fan um, of of the pod, and we'll listen in um, and look to see what happens to uh, to the scores. I, I I mean, I doubt they're going to rock it up. Uh, any uh, <laughs> any significant pace over the next few weeks? No, I think we've got an average grade of C minus at the moment. Good, that feels generous. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hopefully, you know, we gave you a good send off with this uh, episode. Then some good yeah. stories. Yeah, I, I I spoke to to Ryan beforehand, and uh, I had in my head, I, I I'm not going to be generous. I'm just going to be uh, as it normally is. But those, I think this is probably one of the strongest weeks, genuinely. Yeah, we've left you with an, a, a nice taste in your mouth. Yeah, I mean, if the if usual taste last, of shite. If you're in the last one, I mean, was it last week's where it was just? Oh, I, I mean, it was. It was. I had to go and watch Gogglebox after that because it just needed <laughs> something to take me away from. Uh, and that's when he made his decision to leave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whereas this week, like, sign me up. Uh, no. Uh, so yeah, apologies, but I know that. The, the, your cover teacher that you've got, the substitute teacher that you've got uh, coming in has done a, a mediocre job. Um, <laughs> um, yes, it's very fitting with the quality of the stories that we can churn out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's got, to, he's got to be, he's got to take the reins at some point. We can't, um, he can't just be a substitute teacher forevermore. Yeah, <laughs> we've got him on, the, on another five episode contract. So he's coming in to take over for the remainder of the run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it really has. I can't believe we got 25 episodes out of you, to be honest with you. I thought you were going to go after <laughs> the first couple. Really, I really 25, did. 25, is it? Yeah, 25. Actually, probably 26, oh. including the special bonus one we did. 
Uh, season one, mate, you done well, mate. You done really well. Yeah. If you ever want to come back as a, <laughs> as a guest every now and then, please do. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice. It'd definitely nice to do that. Nice to to listen in. Hmm. Um, maybe pick up your or, or you could send in a story. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll see. I think this this is the. The, it's, it's definitely easier gig, right, than been, than having to write. I mean, you've got to write them every week. Every yeah, but, week, you've got to churn something out. But it's so easy. I banged that one out in uh, at eight o'clock. I started writing that one, and we were and I finished it by eight thirty. A minus, bang. I mean, that is impressive. But it does go through my head when, like, because I I don't like I I'm I genuinely I don't filter it at all, and so I'm sorry. You know, because it does. I'm, I'm sure there have been stories of the how many, how many episodes. There have been stories where you they have been a bit of a labour of love, and you've spent hours on them. <laughs> yes. And then I've yeah. I've come you've in and them. absolutely destroyed them, them, and I'm yeah. really sorry. Yeah, and I think about um, that for the whole week. Yeah, gets <laughs> you down, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. It takes a few days to recover from it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did I spend hours writing that? Well, yeah. yeah, just to get beaten up over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, I mean, it's enti- it is ball crap because it, it just entirely depends on the day I've had, whether I've, you know, I mean, I'm two beers down now, and so I've enjoyed your stories a lot more. Um, so if I've been sat here and I'd work tomorrow and all the rest of it, it's. They they probably would have got all got ease, but no, let's not say that. They're all great. Um, yeah, let's leave it at that. Very well done this week. Thank you. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for everything over the the last couple of seasons. It's been really good. good Surpassed my expectations. I didn't think we'd um we'd get this far. Uh, and yeah, you've put in a sterling effort. And now Alan Blundo is going to take over for the remainder. Be thinking it'd be nice to get a uh, a female teacher in for season three balance it a bit because yeah. we're so we're so dick heavy uh oh God, dick heavy <laughs> good character name, actually. Secret, secret agent yeah. <laughs> right everyone write that down yeah, everyone write that. agent <laughs> heavy agent dick heavy so if there's <laughs> any um if there's any female english teachers listening uh drop us an email smallfictions at gmail.com and uh we'll have a chat uh but yeah you're in the safe hands of alan blunder for the next five episodes so nothing to worry about but yeah, thank you. Thank you for everything, Mr. Teacher. We'll miss you very much. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. For the last time then, goodbye. This one goes out to my homie, Mr. Teacher Yo. I miss him, you. I kiss him, you. I can't believe he's gone. You? Okay, okay, here we go, you? He read so many stories, gave us so many grades. But when it came down to it, not many of them were A's. He read them so softly. He read them so hard. But it all came crashing down, you, like a goddamn house of cards. I think of him at night time, in my lingerie. I think of him at daytime, in my orangery. I can't stop thinking that we somehow scared him off, with our fart jokes and knob gags.
and terrible fucking plots. But then I think of Pickles, and the joy it brought to his face. And I just can't believe, that he'd want to leave this place. But it's time to say goodbye now, and let this legend rest. So he can spend more time playing ping pong, in his little vest. So I tip my cap to Mr. Teacher, yo. He was the flipping best. Dry your tears, wipe your bums, and let's put Alan Blunder to the test. Goodbye Mr. Teacher, goodbye goodbye goodbye. My flipping god, you were one heck of a guy. Go teach those kids, go live your life. Replace Monday evening recording sessions with some time with your wife. We love you Mr. Teacher, you? Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.